This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And just right up front, if at any point during the show you want more information on a topic, definitely feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. It's always nice to check out what the people look like that you're here on the radio. And, you know, while you're at my website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You click on the Financially Tuned button and you can listen to past shows if you didn't get to take all the notes that you wanted to take. And that's going to help make sure that you're always up to date with the latest episodes that we have. Now, today we're going to talk about some of the hidden costs of retirement and those things that you might not expect to have to plan for. But before we jump into managing the hidden costs in retirement, let me just check in with Tony. Tony, how are you doing? Oh, Thanks for asking, Tara. I am great having a good week so far, and the radio show is a big part of that. I always love doing the show. Thanks for having me on. And uh, just really crazy busy with the kids, and we have two new kittens in our house. So oh boy. I'm full of scratches <laughs> and uh, you know, being woke up at uh, 3 a.m. by them attacking my feet on the bed and just uh, fun stuff like that. But uh, otherwise, I'm great. How about you? Now, you've been doing some traveling, right? I have been doing some traveling, but since you brought up animals, I have to share my animal story with you. Okay. So I heard one of my horses winning really loud right as I was going to bed, and that's not a normal thing. So, of course, mm. I have to go out and do barn check. Sure. And I go out and I turn on the light and I hear this noise and I look up and there are four baby raccoons clinging to the very top of the pole and the up to the roof of the barn, clinging for dear life. And I, and I look and there's like four faces. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? And then they were hanging up there and I could tell it was precarious. And, and one of them fell off and landed in the pile of new hay that we just put in the barn. Oh. And and we were like, oh boy. So we just left the light on and left for the night. And, and I'm hoping that they just move out on their own. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was just, you know, they weren't like brand new babies, but they weren't full grown. And they just look at you with those little faces. Uh-huh. Cute, right? <laughs> they are cute, but they can't live in with my horses because they also carry rabies and things like that. Oh, yeah, they do, so, don't they? So, uh, yeah. yeah. So waking up in the middle of the night with unwanted animals, you're like, hmm, cute, but go live somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you might have to set a live <laughs> trap. I think that's what we'll have to and do. And then take them out somewhere. That's too bad. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, yeah. Wow. Well, you, that's what happens when you live in the wilds of Colorado. Well, it sure does. And I, apparently the horses know them because the baby fell down and then ran down through my horse Ava's feet. And she normally would have kicked it, but apparently she's they've met before. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're fast friends now. Yeah. So That's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Your horses have uh, little buddies running around. I like it. Yeah, the extra problems that you have when you live in the country. Yes. Oh, I know. I grew up on a farm, and we had horses and all sorts of animals, and a llama and a goat, a couple of goats, so chickens. <laughs> chickens, that's, yeah. That's a molly crew. My horses do not really like llamas. 
Oh, yeah. Well, this one, this one, uh, we had they had two. Uh, one got along with the horses and could be out in the same pens and everything, and actually was kind of a companion. But the the one we had had to be pen separate. It did not get along with the horses. But uh, I'll tell you, the horses do like is a goat. Uh, goats make great companions, stall companions. You know, keep them company and at least do they really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we found <laughs> that out. Our our horses uh, love having the goats around. I don't know why, but uh, they did anyway. I mean, my mom my mom has um, Parkinson's now, so she couldn't do chores. She had to you know, get rid of her horses a couple of years ago, and that was a hard for her because all her life she's had horses. So Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, as you get older, they, you have to move on, and in retirement she just couldn't take care of them anymore. But uh, now, we're, speaking of costs in retirement, uh, hidden costs you're talking about. This sounds a little suspicious to me, though, Tara. Uh, hidden costs. This isn't cloak and dagger spy type stuff you're talking about. You know, it's not. And the reason I call it hidden costs, Tony, is it's because people just don't think about it and know about it. And this is one of the biggest things I like to do with my clients when we sit down, Tony, is we talk about, you know, a lot of people think, well, once I retire, you know, I'm going to need only about 75% of the money I lived on and my house is going to be paid off and the kids are going to be gone. So life is going to be pretty easy peasy, smooth sailing. And, you know, because I don't know about you, but I think I'm pretty good at creating a narrative that makes sense for me. I'm like, oh, that's what I want life to be like. And what happens, Tony, is that there are just different expenses that pop up in, in your budget as a retiree. And you know, nothing feels worse, Tony, I think, than that unexpected fee. Like, have you ever been to buy a new car, Tony? And then they've said, well, do you want floor mats with that car? Oh. <laughs> yeah, everything's a la carte, and then the price goes up and up and up, right? Yeah, and the thing is, is you wouldn't have mind paying for it if they just would have told you the price, but then you're like, well, of course I want floor mats with the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of a question is that? <laughs> yeah, they, the car should come with floor mats. The price should include it. And, and so those are the kinds of things that I don't like people to have unexpected costs. And one of the biggest things that is an out-of-pocket expense that people don't think about is just medical spending. Because unfortunately, once you hit retirement age, that's the age where your body starts going, oh, we're on break time now. Now we can start getting, you know, that that knee replacement that we put off for years and years and years. Or, you know, the shoulder that I was just living with. And now that I'm retired, it's time to start fixing these things. So I think, you know, I read a report from uh, the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, just to put a little documentation on that. And they said that for the average retiree, Tony, that they spend about almost $4,000 a year out of pocket on health expenses. Oh my gosh, that's huge. Uh, that's a big chunk of money. Well, it's a big chunk of money if you weren't planning for it. And for right. a lot of people, I mean, and it doesn't matter, you know, how big your savings account is. That's just an expense. That's, you know, that's almost a vacation somewhere. So, yeah. you know, at least your plane tickets. And so, you know, there's just been a lot of research that, you know, Tony, the average retiree only has about 65% of their Social Security benefits remaining after they pay for health care. And, you know, and this is always stressful for all of us because it's in the hands of Congress and we never know what Congress is going to do. So uh, it's a little uncomfortable that of the Social Security benefits you're getting, you don't know how much of that's actually just going to be going to pay health care costs. Oh, well, and that, that paints a rather bleak picture. So what can somebody who's planning for retirement do in order to prepare for all these hidden costs then? Well, you know, as I always footstomp, education, education, education. 
Um, anyone who's listened to, been listening to my show, Tony, knows that, you know, I believe that you've got a plan and, and I'm not alone. You know, author Alan Lakin wrote, failing to plan is planning to fail. And I think there's probably some U.S. presidents that said something similar. I and thought it, that I always attributed that quote to you, Dara. Well, you say it well, so thank you, often. Tony. <laughs> well, it is because when you don't make a plan, that's a choice as well. Sure. So paralysis and not taking action is is also a choice. And it's it's one that a lot of us do. So for anyone listening out there, you're not alone. But what I really want people to take away from the show is there are unexpected and hidden costs, but there's a lot of them that I can tell you about. So you don't have to guess on all of them, right? <laughs> well, that's good. Well, and that's what you're here for. And I think that's why this show is going to be a really good one. So I mean, are there financial strategies out there that can help? Well, there's never a one-size-fits-all, Tony, and that's why it's always my foot stomp and takeaway when people are listening to the show is listen to what I'm saying, and if something pops up in your head and you go, I'm not really sure about that, or I'm not sure how that applies to me or what we're doing with my family, that's the big takeaway to go, I need to investigate that more. But that's why it's so really good to work with, you know, a financial professional, just like Tony for myself. I have my CPA that I work with. I have my attorney that helps with my estate planning. I have my health insurance specialist that keeps me up to date on what's going to be the best situations with Social Security. So the best thing you can do to try to prepare yourself for the unknown is to work and build a team with as many experts on your team as there are available. Sure. Uh, well, and that's important. It's important to have someone like yourself and the guidance uh, that you provide. I'm sure it's easy for people to make tentative plans, but not really follow up or, or go back and check on them down the road. But it's so important to have a written plan in place, isn't it? It, it really is, Tony, because with life today, we've gotten really good about putting things on autopilot. And, and actually, Tony, that's one of the best things because the biggest thing you can do for financial success success is to be diligent. And that means investing into your savings every month. So that's why those uh, automatic deposits that we can set up with our checking accounts and our pay, pay statements and our bank accounts, that's a wonderful tool. What happens is though, Tony, is, is you set it up and I don't know about you, Tony, but three or four years can go by in a blink of an eye for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Time flies, number one, when you're having fun. And, and number two, as you get older, it just seems to move quicker. It, it really does. Because I, I, well, there's things, Tony, that I'm like, I swear I just did that last year. And Chris will go, no, that was four years ago. <laughs> and yeah. I have to look at the date and I'm like, wow, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's it's good to have routine checkups. And I, I think it's, but for me, it's hard enough to go to the gym once in a while. Uh, but yet the more often you go, the more it becomes routine. And as I often say, I haven't exercised since the Carter administration, so I do need to go to that gym more often, don't I? I absolutely. And you know, Tony, <laughs> we can all go to the gym anymore. I haven't, I haven't looked at you today, but <laughs> sure. Um, but you know, with your investment strategy, the best thing you can do, and this is with my clients, Tony, we sit down once a year and we do a snapshot and say, okay, here's what we, what we were looking at doing last year. And here's where you are today. Did you do the things we talked about? Because if you don't do the things we talked about in the plan, the plan doesn't just magically happen. And But then we get to take a look and go, well, you know, you had a plan to start increasing your savings by 10% and you only did five. You know, Is there a reason for that? It's a funny thing, Tony, for a lot of people is there's really no reason. It's just like, yeah, I didn't get around to that. 
Yeah. So it's a learning curve for me, though, as well, is I sit down and go, one of my favorite questions, Tony, is to ask people, how can I help you? Tell me how what I can do that will be most helpful to you. Because at the end of the day, if you're listening to the show, it's your money, right? It's your life. Yeah. And and when you work with advisors and experts, that's a good thing is to go, how can you really help me? Because you don't want to irritate somebody. But at the same time, you, you kind of want to push people to, to make good choices for themselves. Right. So let's talk about uh, what goes into a retirement checkup that you could uh, provide for our listeners. How do we go about starting this process? Well, let's start at the beginning. Um, first and foremost is uh, setting up that retirement account. And it may seem obvious, but you wouldn't believe, Tony, how many people just put that off, you know, regardless of what you're waiting on to start. You know, Tony, here's a, a let me give you an example is there's a lot of people who are paying off student loans and trying to to get started in life. So I have one of my clients, Tony, he's a he's a doctor. So he has a few student loans. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> and wow. and he's he's got, uh, I think, four kids now. Ouch. And they're just buying a new house and they're starting a business. And so when we sit down and talk about and you need to start your retirement savings, he looks at me and he's like, how can I possibly do that? And and so that's where we have to start is to look at, okay, well, here's where you are today. You know, 30 years from now, let's talk about where you want to be. You don't want to wait for 30 years because some of these loans will take you know a 30-year mortgage some of these student loans are going to be like that as well mm-hmm. so you don't want to wait for 30 years before you start thinking about retirement because then you're going to be working at walmart for the rest of your life yeah good point uh really good point and and these sound like solid first steps that we need to keep checking up on our retirement and work with somebody like yourself now we have to take a quick break here tara is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we do Two things, Tony. So for anyone who's just tuning in, a big part of getting ready for retirement is learning how to ask good questions. So if you go to my website, www.taraenolan.com, click on the financially tuned button, you can download a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And the thing, Tony, is is this retirement income toolkit gives you the background reading to help you ask good questions. Now, Tony, for anyone listening to the show that really prefers to talk with a person, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that want to sit down and just talk about it face to face. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris and I a call for that complimentary appointment, 719 719- Two one zero four two four two. Chris and I really love to help people that are ready to start helping themselves. All right. Well, that sounds great. And I know you and Chris do such a good job. It's great. You're a lot of fun to sit down and talk with and a wealth of information. Like you always say, you really like helping educate people on these things. And now listeners, you need to stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of Tara Nolan here on Financially Tuned right after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. 
You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website, TaraEnolan.com, or give us a call at Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we've been talking about managing the hidden costs in retirement. So earlier on, we talked about some of those hidden costs related to healthcare and that people on average are spending about $4,000 in annual out-of-pocket healthcare cost expenses. So that's almost a third of your Social Security income. So Tony, I know listening on the show, we've got people that are like, that's great, give me some detail. So let's let's take a minute to do a little breakdown of where that $4,000 tends to go. So the first thing, Tony, is uh, once you've turned 65 and you're on your uh, Social Security Medicare premium start, and those get deducted right from your Social Security check. So it's a little bit dependent on your income, but then, but basically for Medicare Part B, that's the doctors and other services, it's about $1,300 deductible for the benefit period. So if you're not familiar with Medicare, Part A is basically covered, but then Part B are the other things like the office visits that there tends to be a little bit of a deductible. And that's about $1,300. And then, wow. Tony, it's, it gets complicated. This is why I sit down with people and have a whole meeting, is there's Medicare Part C and D. So Part C is the Medicare Advantage plan, and but there's also, I think, EFIJ, there's there's a lot of different Medicare parts that you can sign up for that help cover what's not covered by Part A. It feels like alphabet soup. Are you lost? <laughs> <laughs> the, wow. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I like, though, is Medicare Part D is D is for drugs. So I can keep up with that one. So prescription go- drugs are what are covered by Part D, but then the premiums are going to vary based on which company you use to cover for that insurance. So we've kind of gotten in, there's part A, and then people have to spend money on deductibles. And then there's uh, the Medigap premiums, which is the supplemental insurance that covers all the out-of-pocket expenses for your basic Medicare. And so however much that costs, Tony, that's just gonna depend on what you choose. And again, it's not that there's no option, there's a lot of options. And it's trying to figure out what's the right option for you. And here's the biggest thing, Tony, I find it's always a challenge with healthcare for anybody is you don't when you're healthy you don't want to buy it but if you wait till you're sick you can't get it <laughs> healthcare is a mess I, I mean the costs just keep going up and up and the cost for insurance goes up and up uh, I think it's ironic that the Dr. Newton's what goes up must come down theory doesn't seem to apply to the medical field does it it surely doesn't, Tony. And, you know, and it's not fair because I don't, it's not the doctors and the nurses' faults. And that's the oh, thing. Oh, no, is, no, no, for sure. It's not. But, you no, know, it's hard because I, my, a lot of my family is in healthcare and they got into healthcare to take care of people. Right. And, and the, the challenge is, is that there's all these costs that, that keep going up. And so there's two things, Tony, that I always talk with people about when we're creating their financial plan. One of them that can turn the plan upside down in a heartbeat is unexpected medical costs. So it absolutely, every solid good, good retirement plan has 
good health insurance coverage because you don't want to have one unexpected medical cost just turned upside down. If you remember, Tony, I think it was, it's been about four years now since I broke my ankle unexpectedly. And the bills I got for that, I think it was $5,000 just for the ambulance ride to the hospital. Oh, that's insane. And, and, and you know, and, and just, I'm so lucky that I have health care because if I would have been having to pay that out of pocket, you know, by the time it was all said and done, I think it was almost, I got bills for like $70,000 by the time it was all said and done. So if I would have been having to pay that out of pocket unexpectedly in a given year, that's, that's enough to set you back a little bit. Wow. Yeah. That's enough to set you back quite a bit right there. You know, you should have a new Tesla in the, in the garage for that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be nice. So uh, what are, are there limits to how much people can put into these retirement accounts? Oh, absolutely. And this again becomes the laundry list of uh, once you sit down and and figure out what your plan is, um, then there's a lot of limits. So Tony, I'll just take a second to run through a couple of them so people listening can get a sense because these change a little bit every year. So for 2018, the maximum that you could put into a 401k is 18,500 if you're under 50. If you're over 50, they let you do what they call catch up. So you can actually put up to $24,500 with an IRA. So that's with your work. Now with an IRA, you can do 5,500 below 50 and up to 6,500 if you're older. And um, Santoni, then I have quite a few clients that make so much money, they're not even eligible to contribute to that Roth IRA. So we had to come up with other solutions there. But then there are some things called SEP IRAs, and a lot of uh, small businesses have these. And your contributions can exceed either 25% of your compensation or 55,000. And then there's simple IRAs. So it's basically, Tony, if if you wanna go to irs.org, that's the regulation on the website and you can read all the different categories. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a laundry list, but here's the takeaway. Figure out what's, which ones, which accounts you're eligible to contribute to because if the IRS is going to give you a way to have some tax advantage money, you always want to take advantage of that because our goal, right, is always to get our money from a taxable state into a tax-free state. And if that's a foot stomper, if I can get it. So the the takeaway from that laundry list is make sure you know what you can contribute and how much you contribute and where's the best taxable bucket you can put it. Ideally, a tax-free bucket. Yeah, (laughs) that would be ideal. Uh, Yeah, we want to avoid that tax burden if we can. uh, And that really helps us, especially later in retirement when we're trying to pull that money out. Uh, And this is a, a good way to look at it. Uh, But yeah, it's a good thing we can contribute these amounts. And uh, you mentioned uh, 401ks. And now, how can we get the most out of our 401k? Well, here's the number one foot stomper right here, Tony. Always take advantage of your employer's match because that's free money. Mm -hmm. So if your employer will match 4%, do 4%. Now here becomes the question. Say your company matches 4%, and you wanna contribute more of the money than that, then that's where you get into advanced planning and say, well, I have another $10,000, where's the best place that I can invest that money? Do I wanna stick it into my 401k just because I can, or do I wanna stick it somewhere that I have more control of it? So, but the foot stomper with your 401k is always take advantage of matching. Because Tony, I have a lot of people sit down with me and they're not even taking advantage of the matching. And it's yeah. because they don't even know. 
Now, we've covered a lot already in the show. I mean, uh, we talked about uh, kittens, horses, and uh, what was it? Raccoons? Raccoons. Yeah. So we've covered all the bases today. <laughs> we right? Have. We have. And that's yes. a, and that's exactly what a retirement strategy is about, covering all the bases, correct? And there's unexpected things that pop up. Yeah. Exactly. Like baby raccoons in your barn. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, covering all the bases in the retirement strategy, it, we've got to do that, Tony, because you got to plan as much as you can. And because there's always going to be something pop up that you didn't know about. But what I find, Tony, is some people, when they sit down to do a retirement plan, it's it's too stressful. They don't want to think about it. So they just put it off and they forget that that's also a decision. So failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. And so what, one of the things we have to really look at is doing that strategy check. Because ideally, Tony, I would have every person, as soon as they graduate from high school, have a retirement plan. And, you know, when they're 25 and then when they're 30 and when they're 35, it's going to keep getting adjusted. But the thing is, you know, what you're doing in your 30s when you're single and you're, you're making money, that investment strategy may be a little more risky and in the market. And then as you start to have a, a young family that's dependent on you, you're going to get a little more conservative and want to have a little more protection. So your strategy is going to evolve as you as you go through life. And so this retirement checkup is so important because I find, Tony, a lot of people maybe did a plan back when they were newly married and then they haven't looked at it. And now they're, you know, three kids, one kid's getting ready to get married. And they're like, we should probably look at that retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. So uh, how do we determine what the right balance for ourselves is? I mean, you say everybody's situation is different. Well, I like to do an analysis that I start uh, with, Tony, that's very simple called the color of money. And we have a, it's a short questionnaire with simple questions to kind of get a better idea of where you are financially, um, where you want to be. And it's always interesting, Tony, because I always sit down with couples together and invariably they have a little bit of different idea about what the ideal financial strategy looks like. Sure. You know, some people want to stuff all the money underneath the mattress. <laughs> and, and some people want to invest it all in the latest stock tip they just got from their buddy. Oh, brother. And so ideally we meet somewhere in the middle, right? Right. That, <laughs> so, that is ideal. But but the first thing that we always want to do is start out and say, well, you know, where are you, first of all? And, and it's not a fair question to say, well, how, you know, how much risk can you handle? That's not a fair question because we talked about this before, Tony. The real question is, how much money are you willing to lose? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, and that's a tougher question right there. Because well, I don't think anyone's going to turn down a big win in the market. No, no, they're not. Well, hey, Tara, the time has just flown by. We're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to share before we go? Well, the big takeaway, if I had to sum the show up in a, in a couple words, Tony, is the costs that are hidden are the ones that you don't expect. And so this is why you want to create a plan because there's a lot of costs out there that I can get you educated about that you should be expecting so that we can make sure we have that emergency fund planned ready for the unexpected. So you want to have a plan. Let me foot stomp that. So Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today that are really ready to sit down and go, you know what? I want a plan that's written down so that life isn't just going to catch me flat footed. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris and I a call if you're that open-minded person that goes, you know what? Either I need to get started on my plan or I need to dust off this old plan I have and see if it's still good. Yeah. 
I think that's great advice. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us for another episode of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 